I'm Betsy. And I'm Anita. And you're listening to Ain't That Some Shh! <laughs> you guys, it is official. It is our first, first podcast. First episode, podcast. everything. I'm excited. Wow, it's real. It's real. It's so real. And it went by so fast. So fast. I um, mean, we made it happen. We talked about it. It was just an idea. And now here we are recording. And it feels good. It feels good, honestly. And definitely, you know, thank you so much for the support. Uh, we've been seeing you guys following our new Instagram page and showing us all that love. And thank you, thank you so much from the bottom of our, of our hearts. Um, we can't express how thankful we are. Mm -hmm. And we're hopefully, hopefully you guys love this podcast, love the video, the YouTube, and just get something out of it, something positive out of it. Yeah, exactly. Um, we just hit 500. So we're super stoked. We're super grateful. Like like she was saying, um, we're just, I am beyond excited. I am beyond grateful for every single one of you who's hit that follow button and just really believes in us. Um, because at the end of the day, we are doing this to change people's lives, to touch people's lives, to inspire, to have a real connection so all of you guys that have been hitting that follow and just sharing, oh man, I'm so like my heart is literally jumping out of my chest. I'm just grateful. Yeah, the welcome is amazing. Yes. But nevertheless, let's get to it. Let's get so, started. I you know. Guys, you ready? You guys are here for the tea. You guys are here for the for the you're real here for the raw, <laughs> for the cheese, for the everything. Yeah, we're here for the everything. So this podcast is about family, relationship, and business. Um, we wanted to bring something different to our community, exactly. something where you could relate and know that you're not alone. Whatever struggle you're going through, whether it's business, relationship, or family, you are not alone. There's many people that are going through this. Mm -hmm. So this is just a little bit of what we're going through, so you can relate and just know that no matter what the outcome is, you are not alone. You are with somebody, either family, friend, but somebody's here for you. And we are definitely here for you. So let's get started. All right. You ready? Well, do you want to start off by introducing yourself? Do you want to go Me? ahead? Yeah. Oh, okay. Girl, you're ready to take it on so might as well. Okay, well, uh, my name is Betsy. I'm a real estate agent in San Diego. I have, I'm a mom of three. My oldest is 14 years. Oh, he just turned 15. Happy birthday, baby. Oh, happy birthday, baby. So my son baby. just turned 15. He is, uh, I'm autism mom. So I hope, you know, if you're out there with an autism child, I hope that, you know, if you have any questions, send it to us. I'm more than happy to help. There's, mm -hmm. it's a subject that, you know, more kids are being diagnosed, but not a lot of parents know what to do. And they're starting from zero. And, right. you know, instead of having, it, there's no manual for it, right? So if you guys have any question on that, please, please, please reach out. I'm more than happy to help. I have a nine-year-old. She's my diva. Uh, and a five-year-old. And she's my sassy one. But <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's something that I would never change. And there are struggles as being a mother. There are struggles as being a business owner. But you just have to surround yourself with the right people. And exactly. your circle have to be motivating and just supporting you the whole way. Yeah. 
I do have a six-year-old daughter. Her name is Mila. She's going to be seven soon. Um, and I do have a soon-to-be one-year-old. They are both from the same month. Already? One? Already. He's going to be one next wow. month. February 6th, February 23rd. Ooh, back-to-back birthdays. Yay. Oh, yeah. So he's going to be one already. Um, and tell us, uh, you have new projects coming I up do. Here. So I forgot about that. Um, aside from being a, a stay-at-home mom, I do YouTube, like I said. And I am launching my own business, which is my merch. And I'll get into that more. If you follow me on Instagram, you might see what I'm doing or what I'm working and what I'm launching. But I also do, I just got certified. Yes. I went for a four-day course for microblading. So I'll be doing ombre, microblading, shading, eyebrows, girl. Let me sleek your eyebrows. <laughs> and I also do have another business, which is Plasma Fibroblast. So it's it's pretty much all in the beauty industry. It's just different services that I'll be offering. And that's pretty much it. That's all I'm doing right now as of right now and obviously the podcast the podcast so now that we are here and you know a little bit about us mm -hmm. why did we decide to launch a podcast you want to go first sure yeah so i think me and betsy just came became really close a few months ago mm -hmm. but we we've been having this really really raw connection and i feel like every time we would spend hours on the phone like literally two hours and every time we were on the phone we would just say some really good stuff i was i still am i'm going through a really tough time in my life and every time i talk to her it's just we end the call and i'm like okay i'm that boss bitch like i need I to get my this. shit together so you know we were talking about it and every conversation we had was so deep yeah and i felt we could share it it was just like so raw so genuine and that's when we we're like damn mm -hmm. why are why aren't we doing this for a podcast why isn't more people listening to this right and then i think it also came about so we've been trying well i've been trying to do this for a year and i offer anita to come on board but i believe you had just had aiden i just had Aiden, and there was just too much going on and for myself i'm kind of glad that didn't happen because i had a lot going on i was still trying to figure out my business trying to juggle the kiddos yeah. um so i think if i would have probably started back then i probably would have been done by now mm -hmm. because it was just too much i was not in a place where i could structure myself to add something to my plate yeah. um and then like you said a couple months ago we got close and like our conversations like every time we would talk we're like damn that should be a podcast exactly damn people need to know about this and i believe that time that you said let's do a podcast was because somebody reached out to you and say they how they could relate to you and how yes. they're going through the same struggles and they didn't have the courage to talk to family. They didn't have courage to talk to their friends because friends. they were either going to get judged badly or they were going to be seen different, right? Just scared. Just, yeah, exactly. And so in, in our culture, mm -hmm. we hardly talk about depression. We hardly talk about PTSD, anxiety. It's just, amar de los pantalones, you got this. Sí. And it's more than that. So uh, I believe yeah. somebody reached out to you. She said that how much she could relate to you. And we were like, can you imagine how many women out there right now Are don't have that thing? support system, don't have that one friend that they could talk to and then either call them on their shh or, yeah. you know, just be real with them. Exactly. So that's when you were like, you know what? Screw F it. This. Let's, Let's do, do the podcast. podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, I feel like all the amount of, of messages that I was yeah. getting and people were really saying like, can you do a podcast, Anita? Or can you can you share more about your life, what you're really going through? So we can 
you know, there's a lot of girls that were able to relate to me. So it was, it was just, can you do more? I want more. I want more. Like, how can I come out of this like yourself? Mm-hmm. So that's when it happened. Ain't that some shit was born. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are probably wondering about the name, but, uh, <laughs> Betsy, <laughs> me, but it's just, uh, I'll probably share about it late, a little bit more later, but it was something that I could relate to because it's not always roses and, you know, it's not pink and unicorns. It's people go through some tough stuff. And at the end of the day, you have to get up, pick up where you left off and keep going. And when you look mm-hmm. back, you're going to be like, damn, I went through all that and I'm here. Ain't that some shit? Yeah. You know, like, dude, I'm here. And a lot of people say, don't look in the past, keep going forward. But no, sometimes you have to reflect and pat yourself in the back and see how far you've come along. And that should just give you more motivation to keep going, to reaching for your goals on whatever you want to do, family, relationships, business. Just don't be so hard on yourself. A lot of people are going through some same stuff. So that's the reason, you know, how I came up with that, that with name. name. Yeah. And I loved it. I was just, it was so raw and I felt it really really connected with our conversations yeah. i was like it's it yeah, just it rounds just, up it, perfectly and, and i think i called you like are you sure how are people you gonna take i was it. doubting the name i was like no and she's like i like it i was like yeah but let's just start throwing some names out there again and, and she was like going back to we just one. kept going back to i was like you know what i'm leaving it alone and i'm the if you know when you want, you're gonna get to know me a little bit more but i second guess myself a lot Mm-hmm. so I'll have something but like dude that sounds so good and I'm like nah it doesn't sound so good so like I'm like my worst critic which you know I feel like we all are we all are yeah, yeah. so but you know it stayed and then we picked the theme song of course because of copyright reasons oh, we cannot what? post it on our yes. YouTube and stuff but we will be blasting it on our Instagram I love um, it and it just related to everything that we're going through so from the song to the name to how everything fell into place and then people asking you, do a podcast. Because I believe once we decided to do the podcast, somebody messaged you, right? Yes. I think, uh, well, no, I actually did a, on my stories. A Q&A. A Q&A. And then that's when somebody was like, when are you launching a podcast? Oh, you should do a podcast. You should do a podcast. I relate to you. Yes. And yeah. that's when I was, I was saying, oh, stay tuned. And I tagged Betsy. Because I said, as soon as I post it on my stories, it's a commitment. It's real. It's real. There's hundreds of people watching my stories. So <laughs> I know that I cannot back down. It's a commitment. We have to do it. And you didn't even and give me a warning. I did not. I, I just tagged her. I mean, we had talked about it over the phone, but just we were going to launch it sometime in 2022. Um, it was in the works, throwing ideas back and forth. And all of a sudden, um, I was done showing. Yeah. And I just see, you know, like the ping, ping, ping on my Instagram. Instagram. And I'm like, what is this? And I ignored it. But then it just kept going. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and then I looked and I'm like, oh, my God. You no, she me. did it. No, you she did it. Me. And I was like, dude. And she's like, it's real. Now we got to commit. And I was like, I'm not ready. <laughs> Which was what? About a month ago or less? Um, less than a month ago. Yeah. So we literally put everything together in matter of weeks yeah a weeks weeks um i feel like the conversations have been there for a while though mm-hmm. but the whole content from the name from the logo the studio studio was like two like two days ago yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're That's not gonna a, lie guys we no, weren't no. ready with the studio yeah, and, so. and thank you so much uh that you know they were able to fit us in at a such short notice accommodate and like they've been so great we're gonna put all their information um below but it's just you know everything has just 
It's been happening it's, the way it should have. When things happen consecutively and those doors keep opening, like right after the other, it's because it's meant to be like We're that. On the right path. Exactly. And Agree. the one thing you want to do, we are. I'm a big faith believer. So I believe you I. are. Mm-hmm. That you know, as long as is blessed by God and He's the one opening our doors, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. And here we are. And here we are. So we're yeah. excited, guys. There's there's going to be so much, so much for you guys to learn about us, yes. about our lives. And I hope you guys do learn about yourselves as well. Yeah. And relate you know? to us. Relate and to and us. just know that you're anything. not alone. I know, you know, you're going to start following our page. You're gonna, you've been following Anita. You're probably going to start following me. But don't don't get focused on the pretty stuff that you see on social media. It's not always pretty. There's... The, the, the stuff that people don't like to discuss just because yeah. it doesn't it doesn't go well with you know their business or their niche and they're there to you know grab you on the inspire. look what I'm doing and inspire but you know what sometimes we need to know what that person went through so we could relate and be like okay if they went through we could do it I can get out of it too. yeah I could get out of it too you know and I could be successful and I could be that person I want to be and you know all the stuff exactly. that you want to be and, and accomplish so yeah, we're going to get raw. Yeah, because I feel a lot of times when we are going through a situation, we get so stuck in our head, mm. in our own thoughts, that we feel we are the only ones going through that at the moment. And we feel like we're drowning. Mm-hmm. And you, there's no one out there that can share their experiences or what they're actually going through or that you can relate, mm-hmm. you know? So for me, that was a big thing I wanted to share because... If you guys don't know, um, I did share how I'm going. I just had a baby a, a, year, a ago, year ago, almost a year ago. So postpartum depression really hit me as, along with regular depression. So that's a lot, a lot that I have that I've been dealing with. And just I felt like I couldn't relate to anybody. There mm-hmm. wasn't nobody talking about it. Honestly, on social media, it's so hard. All these You see all these influencers posting the lifestyle they're living at the moment it's it's rare to find someone that's going through something hard and actually documenting it, mm-hmm. sharing it. So for me, I felt very alone, very like I was drowning. Lost. Lost. Exactly. Yeah. And that's when I found you and I feel like you helped me. Well, girl, you found me a long time ago. You just didn't <laughs> want to be with me. <laughs> <laughs> let's and, just put it out there i know i've been trying to so uh mm-hmm. you know i know anita through her significant other and uh you know i've been trying to reach out to her you know like hey let's go do this let's go do that when i was pregnant she, when you were pregnant yeah and she was like no i'm busy you know i'm going through this and i kind of you know wanted to make sure that you were okay because i've been through that part you know like right. when you're pregnant everybody makes it seem like it's all beautiful and you know all butterflies and i can't wait no no (laughs) some of you guys may have like the perfect pregnancy some of you guys probably don't like to get pregnant i was the one that didn't like to be pregnant i went through a rough time i love being a mom but the pregnancy side of it it was just so hard for me so hard and i myself went through postpartum depression and so i kind of wanted to make sure that you were okay i don't even know you know just loki just wanted to know if you were okay yeah um and yeah no she kept blowing it off like i can't And I feel like it it wasn't anything against her. I think it was more of... Es que era salvadoreña. No, las pupusas. I love pupusas. I should have taken you some. Maybe you would open the door. Uh, I know. I'd be like, okay, you can come in. You can be my friend. Right? Uh, No, but it was was more of an internal thing. Obviously, Mm -hmm. like I said, going through depression. 
you tend to seclude yourself and interactions, just being social was giving me anxiety. Mm -hmm. So all I knew was the kids and home. That's it. Anything outside of that was just would give me anxiety. I was like, I can't know. Like, yeah. how am I going to leave my kids at home and go yeah. and do things like that? You know, so it wasn't anything personal with her. Um, she did try. She tried so many times. She was willing to go do pregnancy yoga with me. And she wasn't even oh, pregnant. Right. She's like, hey, that. you know, like, do you want to find a place in, like, Mission Valley so we can go and I forgot do about yoga. That. I and was so going to go do pregnant yoga. And wasn't yeah. even, I mean, I could have played the part. But. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I could have figured something out. No, no, no. She's like, she's going to fake belly and stuff. You know. Something would happen. Yeah, no. So she's she's really been trying. And you you invited me to several places a few times. Yeah. Um, And when I do regret badly. And that was Maluma. Oh. She invited me to that concert. And I did not go, which now I'm like, <laughs> oh, it was go? a great concert. It was a great concert. Thank if you. you. Guys, you're welcome. Ugh. If you guys have seen Maluma in concert, he's great. I love him. Uh, so anyways, um. The second concert she invited me to was Mark Anthony's. Oh, and yes. that's the one I was like, okay. And at this time, I was going through a really rough time with, what do you call my significant other? Yeah. <laughs> and so I, you know, I, I said, you know what? I'm going to start doing things differently. Um, I need to get myself out of this hole. And in order for me to do that, I need to start doing different moves. So I accepted the the invitation and that almost didn't happen it i told you right? so i got invited to i didn't even know mark anthony was going to be here in san diego and i already seen mark anthony i took my mom to a concert before covid pre-covid and uh one of my co-workers she's also an agent she's like hey you want to go to a mark anthony concert and i was like when she's like uh tomorrow or like two days after it was like really soon mm -hmm. and i was like yeah you have tickets and she's like so one of my girlfriends one of my sister's friend is no longer going. She has three tickets. Uh, and I was like, I'm down. I'll go. <laughs> and she's like, I guess she's going to lose another ticket because uh, we can't find nobody to go. And so I texted you. I don't know why. I just texted. I was like, hey, you want to go to Mark Anthony concert? I know. Yeah. I honestly low-key thought you were going to say no. I was like, no. No, I was actually going to say no. I was like, uh, I mean, I do like his songs, like two or three yeah. like that I've heard. But I don't know. And I was like, you know what? Let me do yeah. it. Let me say yes. So I was very surprised when you said yes. And I called my friend. I was like, hey, I was like, I'm going to go ahead and buy that other ticket. And she's like, oh, my sister's going. Mm. And I'm like, oh, crap. <laughs> so then I was like, hey, are you sure you're going to go? I was like, yeah, I'm going, mamas. And I'm like, damn. damn. <laughs> but I knew that if I would have told Anita, like, there's, there's no, no more tickets, tickets for you. We have to look for one. She would have been like, no, it's okay. Don't worry. So I didn't even yeah. mention anything to her. I went and I looked for another ticket close to that section and i mean if you know at concerts you could just scoot down and you know join your party whatever yeah. so i found a one seat literally on the next aisle like to the top so if anything happened i was just right there yeah. right so we did that she had no idea till we were there waiting and she's like what i was like no way why did you do why'd that? you do that and i was like you know like because i know you would have said no yeah and you were like, I would have said no. Yeah, I would have said no. Yeah. But I'm a big believer in things happen for a reason. People are placed in your life for a reason. Mm -hmm. And ever since that, that day we became super close. We were close. We would, you know, check up on each other and stuff. And then you told me a little bit of what was going on. But it was just like very like. Very little. Very not, little. Not deep. And I think once things got it, you know, got serious and it was affecting you. Um, you know, I think I believe I was like, hey, I was like, how are you holding up? Yeah. And that's when you started sharing. And I was like, wow. And I feel like 
we really related just because you went through the same mm -hmm. thing, you know? And so she was able to make me feel I wasn't like I wasn't alone. Mm -hmm. And that for me was like, okay, I have someone that's going through it because a lot of times when you're going through a certain situation and you tell someone that has never been through it, mm -hmm. it's like whatever they say, it's, Mm -hmm. it, it kind of feels like Irrelevant. well you don't you don't know mm -hmm. you don't know what i'm feeling you know so having that person that's been through it and can share their journey and it's just i i felt like that connection right away even our conversations i just felt like i could trust her and we just hit it off honestly yeah. we hit it off um her support has always been there like i told her i'm like you're a godsend because Aww. you know I don't know what we'll be here. Nachi is like, no, I know, is. like <laughs> no. Um, but you got this. Um, yeah. I and it's crazy because I actually went through the same thing uh, in the beginning of last year. Um, definitely for very, very different reasons. A lot of mine had to do, you know, um, being autistic parents, you know, and that takes a toll on your relationship. So it's very hard. So, but I did, you know, I was able to relate to you. I was able to relate what you're going through. And I believe I even told you, I was like, look, these are the steps you're yes. going to go through these couple of months coming up. Yeah. And I believe like you, you, you kind of agreed, but I think you were hesitant. Yes. And then now that you're going through the steps, it's like grieving, you know, leaving a long-term relationship is like grieving. Exactly. It's like losing somebody, but they're still alive. You're exactly. still seeing them and still, you know, having that connection with them. But it's a grieving process where you're like, okay. First, I feel this way. Now I feel this way. Now, okay, I'm getting myself back up. Now you're starting to feel this other way about this person. It's just a process. So there's I was stages. Like there's said. stages exactly. So I was, you know, I was able to express how I went through it, how I'm overcoming it, and yeah, and mm -hmm. we became really, really close. We talked almost every day for like two hours. Yeah, literally. Yeah, and texting back and forth in mm -hmm. between. So it was just. And, and one o'clock in the morning text messages <laughs> i know one o'clock two in the morning oh my god no but but i'm so proud of you i'm you. so proud Don't, of you let's not get into it because i'm gonna cry <laughs> no but um, i'm very proud of you how you're overcoming it how you. you're stepping up to the plate i mean you're accomplishing a lot of things that you've been wanting to accomplish now a lot and yes. sometimes we need that little you know unfortunately that little low in our life, mm -hmm. that, that low experience in our life that you get the motivation and be like, you know what? I got to do this. Yeah. I got to, this is what I have planned. This is what I've been wanting to do. And it's time. It was honestly my breakthrough, I feel like, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, like I've told you before, I feel as I was thrown into the water and it's like, bitch, swim. Swim. You swim or you drown? You drown. You yeah. know? So. And you're swimming, baby. I'm swimming. You're swimming. I'm swimming. I'm trying to get to the end, you guys. You're an Olympic swimmer now. <laughs> Damn, I think you're having good arms. I'm going to give her a gold medal. I know, let me go to the Olympics. <laughs> no, but you're doing great and I'm thank so happy. You. And it's so definitely, you. thank you. And you're definitely an inspiration, so. Oh, you guys. Oh, we're going to cry. cry yeah. We're going to go on the first day. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we need a break. Commercial break. Commercial, hey, almost. And this is sponsored by. <laughs> by Home Goods. By Home Goods. <laughs> and Ross. <laughs> It was like Marshalls, girl. Marshalls. Marshalls. Oh, Marshalls. Yeah. Okay, I shopped at Ross. Can we I even say Ross. their name? I don't know. Can we? Sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, I do want to share a little bit more about me, my background, my story, my struggles, because like we said, this is what our podcast is about. Um, you know, I think 
it's been really tough, really, really tough being a mom. Um, well, you know, being a stay at home mom and having my family. Oh my gosh. Ooh. It's okay. Um, you got this. I was not expecting to cry. <laughs> you got this. It's harder than I thought. Um, I know. You got this. Uh, no, but, you know, I do want to share how I've been juggling, obviously, being a mom now, a single mom, single I mom. would say, um, and two kids. And and I feel like this is the hard part because I have a six-year-old and almost a one-year-old. And the time gap is so different where I kind of have to cater to both of them differently. Um, obviously, our little one doesn't know what's going on as opposed to my six-year-old. She's a lot older. She knows what's going on. So it's been hard on her, you know. I'm not going to lie. I, I, I've i noticed her um, her attitude and the way she's been holding herself. You know, she's trying to be strong. And I feel like that's... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I feel like that's probably the hardest. Uh, it's when you have kids. Emma, you know, she was just, I miss daddy. Mm-hmm. But she didn't know, like, you know, Why? it was missed because he was not there at night exactly. and, like, the pattern and the structure was broken. But my nine-year-old, I feel like she felt, like, all the resentment, all the, you know, the what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. there's it's different. Mm-hmm. And you started seeing her, like, her little not knowing how to cope with her feelings turn into, yes. like, anger and, like, talking back and, like, yes. you know. And mm-hmm. every time she would get mad, she would be like, I'm going to my daddy's house. Yeah. And I'm like, go <laughs> go let me pack your bags <laughs> yeah and then she'd be like no i don't want to go but you know it's it definitely only because they're small i mean they don't understand fully like the whole situation situation but they know they know they're smart and so, i feel kids are so smart with all this going on it's why isn't daddy here you know why is this happening so little things like that which may like i said it makes it so much harder to move and try and Obviously, you're grieving, mm-hmm. but then your kids are also grieving, you know? So it's, you have to be strong for them. So there's a part of you that's breaking, but the other part of you that has to show the strong exactly. mom, the, mm-hmm. I got this. Yes, exactly. But behind closed doors, you know, you're right a mess. Down. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's been, that's been hard. Um, obviously, you know, doing my own thing now is hard um being with being with someone for 13 years half of my life pretty much so i know it's definitely a game changer it's definitely different very different yeah so you know you have to get used to living a breaking that um cycle cycle that structure. structure So, you know, it's a lot of readjusting and obviously we moved houses, just me, the kids. So juggling, trying to juggle myself, trying to juggle my businesses, trying to juggle the kids, trying to juggle just life in general has been very hard. But, you know, I take it day by day, um, just really trying to survive as the day goes by. You know, sometimes it's more of like fake it till you make it. 
kind mm-hmm. of type of thing every single day and just really trying to be strong for the babies more than anything um, and being strong for myself as well. Uh, because at the end of the day, I've learned, I had to learn the hard way that, you know, nobody's going to love you the way you're going to love yourself and nobody's going to put you first um, the way you should. So that has been very hard and it's been a very hard lesson. But, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to get through it. And this is why I felt like it was important to share my my journey, to share my life, because I know a lot of you guys are out there struggling or, you know, going through the same thing and just trying to get out of it, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that, you know, through the whole process, you're learning also, you know, self-love. Absolutely. And you're starting to see a clear picture on what really what does Anita want. Yes. What is it that, you know, makes me happy? Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people, like you and I have talked about it, being in social media, I mean, oh, it's hard. It's it's 10 times harder because you have the people that are supporting you, but then you have the people that are also bringing you down. And for some reason, some way, type of form, just because you're on YouTube, you're on Instagram, you're an influencer, they're entitled. they feel like they're next to you, hip to hip, knowing every single move you're doing, yeah. which is very inaccurate because, you know, you've shown me the messages that you get and it's like, wow, like, People are cruel. Cruel out there. Very, Very cruel, cruel out there. But you know what? There's the people that support you, that could relate to you, and that even though this story must be very hard for you to put out there, you're going to have that woman right there sitting behind the camera, you know, watching. on their watching, on, on their, their phone, and saying like, wow, okay, like I could do it. I've been wanting to do this. I've been wanting to do this. I feel like this. And if she could do it, I could do it. Yes. Because we're all human. We're all the same. You know, you're an influencer. I'm a real estate agent. You know, different worlds. But we relate with something. Exactly. And it's a point where we start building each other up as women. And and men go through this. Oh, Not only women, men go through this. You know, men have to go and find themselves. You know, get that help they need to overcome what they're going through. Mm -hmm. Because believe it or not, everything that you live through as a child, for some reason... It stays behind, you know, some part of your brain. Trauma. But it it peaks. It starts coming out when you're older, when you're married. Things trigger it. And think exactly. That's the word. You get triggered and all of a sudden something that you said you weren't going to do, you're doing it. Something yeah. you said you weren't going to be, you're being. Exactly. So we don't know that because in the Hispanic community, we are, don't talk about this. You know, if you're a man, eres hombre, aguántate. Aguántate. Los hombres no lloran. No, los hombres no lloran. No, y si eres una mujer, te querías casar, querías tener hijos, ándele, agárrese, corona. Exacto. So, no puedes, no. It's, and it's true, you know, I feel as in the Hispanic community or, you know, just our culture. We're quiet about it. We're quiet. And and I feel um, mental illnesses get overlooked uh, way too much 100 percent. it's like we don't believe in that no it's so well it, it's just i don't think that we don't believe in it i think that we are not wanting to accept it yeah and not till you, you accept it you can't heal yes so i think that's you know and we are taught like lo que pasa en cuatro paredes es lo que pasa en, un, en, en ese espacio es entre ustedes yeah. dos mm-hmm. lo que pasa entre matrimonio es entre ustedes dos yes to a certain extent exactly you know and in my situation i know that you know I I went for, you know, let's do counseling together. Let's try to fix this. Because my mom was a single mom 
But she put my brother and I through therapy. Mm. You know, we went through a lot when we were kids and I went through a lot when I was a kid. So she right away, therapy. I've been going to therapy probably since I was like nine, 10. Not anymore. But I've been, well, I should. <laughs> I should. <laughs> no, no, she's like, yeah, hey. <laughs> now I think about it, I should start going again. But, you know, she knew that we had trauma and there was some way, type of form that I had to heal it. And she mm. couldn't help me heal yeah because coming from a mom is just like it's different she, yeah it's, it's different you take it different she yeah. doesn't know how to approach you in the right way that she should exactly so then she was very uh pro counseling therapy so i knew that so when i was married and i was having trouble with my marriage i always was like let's go to marriage counseling let's go to therapy and you know my significant other was like no nah, that doesn't work mm -hmm. and even though he had trauma to him it didn't work it was we got to fix it between us mm -hmm. we got to talk between us like and it's like comes in between us. yeah and, and to a certain point you have to get somebody to look outside, outside the box exactly so they could be like hey call you on your shit and be like hey no this is what it looks like that you're doing you don't mean to but, but this is, this is what you're is coming out you know and they teach you certain like lingo so you guys could both, you know, not trigger each other. But you will not know that till you get that help. And you know what? I and and I was actually I never believed in that, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um I had my daughter when I was twenty three years old and with me I had postpartum depression bad. Uh this time around I had it. I, w I wouldn't say as bad as I had it with Mila. Oh, wow. Yeah. But with Mila, I was, I was like 72 pounds, dude. I was just skin and bone. I was so depressed. Just it was just bad. Bad. And I was in a really dark place. And I never thought about getting help. Because it was just kind of like a shame. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're a mom. Like, how are you going to go and... And you just had a baby. Or you're having a baby. You should be happy. It's the should, best moment exactly, of your life. Exactly. Like, yeah. you should be happy... Why are you trying to get someone to help you? It's not okay to ask for help. That's mm -hmm. that's mom guilt. I I was literally being so hard on myself. I was my worst critic, and I didn't believe in therapy. Obviously, they you know when you go to your doctor's appointments, they they ask you your questionnaires. Is are you feeling this way? No, 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 no because no, no. it was also fear. Mm -hmm. Um, I was young. I didn't look into mental illness. For me, was never like a thing. I never looked into it. I was just thinking. Okay, people go to therapies, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It was just mm -hmm. overlooked at. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times it, it was something I didn't believe in. I thought, okay, if I do go, they're going to take my baby away. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going to think I'm crazy. And maybe they're just tricking me into, you mm -hmm. know, trying to see what I really think. And, you know, there was times where I had really dark thoughts to the point where I wanted to run away and just never come back. Yeah. And... And it, it was really bad, but I never wanted to seek for help because it was just that ego and just that pride. And it was just like, well, how are people going to see me? Like, how is my family going to think like she's going to therapies because she can't be that mom? Like, why would you? You're you know, very hard on yourself. Very, very hard. And it, it all comes down to, you know, how you grow up you know well also i think it has to do with your support system as well exactly. your support system is very important and um for me being raised with a single mom and my grandma's being single moms you know uh they were we got this no nacimos con un hombre like we got this you know but it, it's not that that's it's not no. the way it's supposed to be you know no. it's not supposed to be like that and now the older i get it's like okay yeah it's it's actually a team 
you know, you when one's down, the other one's there to pick them up. No matter how hard it is on you, you got to be there. Put the face on. Exactly. And then when she's up, then let's, you know, let's pick you up exactly. or vice versa. Right. right. Um, or maybe at the same time, you never know. But unless you guys both, you know, have a great open communication and just are able to deal with it, mm-hmm. it you guys should be okay. But sometimes um, you being in that depressed state, you know, being going through all the struggles and, and you just, isolating yourself, you're exactly. no longer, you're toxic now. Exactly. Well, you know, yeah. that's mm-hmm. what they assume. You're toxic. Yeah. And it's like, no. It's not that you're toxic. I need your help. Exactly. Uh, no, I need your support. Give me that hug. Don't let exactly. me tell you to hug me. Hug me. You and, know? and I feel like a lot of people don't know that. Because even when you go through the depression, um, there's moments where even though you want to do so much, you just can't. Yeah. You just can't pull yourself out of that dark place. Either, you know, you're, you don't shower you don't you don't want to get up from bed. Yeah. You don't want to do anything. Oh, it's so hard to get off of bed. Oh yeah, and a lot of people assume she's lazy. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to do shit with her life. Mm-hmm. When in reality, you're fighting your own thoughts. mental battle, and that's that's the hard part, you know, because a lot of people see it as in, yeah, you know, oh, she's she's bringing she all she does is talk about negative shit. Yeah, all she does is like you said, being yeah. toxic, and it's. It's sad. It's sad. It's honestly sad. And that's the reason why a lot of people are afraid to speak up. Because you start getting viewed as in... I mean, when I opened up about my my issues, like my mental illness, I was getting DMs about people actually saying that I was just saying that for clout. That I was just trying to get attention. And it's so sad because I was like, this is the reason why a lot of people commit suicide. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of reasons why... Nobody wants to talk about it. Why? Because of people like you yeah. that are so close-minded and, mm-hmm. and you expect everyone to come out of come out of what they're going through the same way you you would handle. You think you start thinking that everybody should live their life the way you would, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's it's honestly sad. And I should have blasted that person honestly on my Instagram. But, but it's okay. Now you know that was probably the fire you needed to create this. And now yes. we are speaking to a wider range of, you know, if you're going through through this, male or female, and you have a family, you're not alone. Seek help. There's many, many, many um, um, resources out there. So for free, for free, now. for free. So you know, don't don't feel alone. We are with you. We understand you, and yes. just know that everything that everybody puts out there to seem that they're happy and they have this great, amazing life. There's always something. There's always something they had to go through. And we're happy yes. that they're going through their amazing life, right? But before they got there, there was something that they had to overcome. Exactly. Something to get to where they're at. To get to where they're at, exactly. So now we're here and I hope you guys can relate with us. Send us messages if you guys, you know, have any questions that we could answer um, through the podcast. Yes. And, you know, just be yourself and just know that everything that you're doing is amazing and just set your goals, you know? Yeah. Um, one of my goals is, you know, to spend more time with my kiddos this year. Uh, I was so consumed with work and now, you know, I decided, you know what? I need to make time for my kids. Like, what can I, like I put out, you know, outsource so I could you spend more time with my kiddos? Prioritize, exactly. Revalue your so balance, balance balance definitely yes 100 and especially when you're in business you know like i said this podcast is about family relationship as business so if we move to the business side we see all these people posting their beautiful cars expensive cars amazing homes you know their lavish lifestyle 
But in reality, it's like, <laughs> is it? Is it really that? Is it really you that? Know? And if it is, what helped you get to that? Because exactly. before everybody gets to where they're at and be successful, they went through the dark shit. They went through the face or like, am or I good enough? Going Can it. I do it? You know, is it going to be successful? Are people going to accept me? Are people going to buy my stuff? All, this, all, all the thoughts. negative thoughts, you know, that go through your head. These successful people went through it. Just like with any other successful business, you know, that you went through the, struggles. the struggles, but you overcame them and now you are where you're at. So this podcast is not only to show, you know, the guests that we're about to, you know, invite into our podcast to show you where they're at, but also to tell you the struggles and all the stuff that they have to go through to get where they're at, to drive that nice car, to get, you know, that successful business that they're, they're creating or they're, right. they have created. Um, the other thing, family, right? We're touching family, how to juggle family and all this other stuff in our life. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, my kiddos are number one. Absolutely. But when you're running a business, sometimes they don't feel number one. Taking time away from them. Yeah. There's so many, yeah. so much, so yeah. much mom guilt. And, and, and even dad guilt too. Oh, because yeah. when you have, uh, when you're a, a male, you have another type of baggage, you know, the provider. Right. I have to provide. I have to make sure there's food on the table. They have a roof over their head, you know? And also make make them feel like you're there. Exactly. Because if you're always gone, it's it's a mental battle that you have to as well battle, you know? You already have that stress being the provider. And now on top of that, it's like, well, you know, do are my kids going to forget about me? Mm -hmm. You know, so... Like she said, it also comes from male. And, and it goes back and forth. Exactly. And, you know, obviously we're two women, but a lot of men also go through this yeah. stuff. And and I have a lot of friends that did, you know, a lot of yeah. friends that, you know, are doing amazing in their career. But, you know, they also went through the, the struggles in the relationship, the struggles in the family. And in some time, like at, 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 during that whole process, they figured it out. And now they're learning how to juggle the kids, the business, the what wife, for them. the relationship, their mental health. Mm -hmm. So I don't want you guys to think that we're just here, just, you know, chatting and creating something so you guys could come. Because I'm pretty sure a lot of you, let's keep it honest, are here to hear what she has to say about whatever situation you're going through right now. But honestly, this is just here to help you to relate to what we're going through and to know that you're not alone male or female right. and that's how we're going to also bring guests along that are male so they could give you their perspective so yes. yeah because also i feel that when we get so, we sometimes get so consumed in just the female 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 mm -hmm. well what about the male exactly you know and and it's also going to be beneficial for those of you guys if you're in a relationship mm -hmm. help you understand your partner um to if you're wondering why they're acting a certain way um Obviously, men have a different way to communicate, to show love, show love, all of that, right? Yes. Which for us, it's so confusing. It's like, come on, all I want is communication. How all the hell don't you know? How do you that... not know that I want a, I want a cake? <laughs> yeah, or how did you not know that right? I want a date after like six months of not exactly. doing nothing together by ourselves with the kiddos, right? Exactly. And a lot of times, you know, the way we think completely opposite, our love language completely opposite, right? hundred percent. So, I feel as, you know, we bring guests, male guests, um, they can share what goes through their mind, mm -hmm. why it is that they act a certain way. And, you know, I think it's good for you guys to also have that perspective and be aware. And, you know, next time you see your husband acting a certain way, you're like, oh, okay, maybe mm -hmm. he's feeling, exactly. you know, unappreciated. He's feeling 
something mm -hmm. and you know just have that communication it's so funny you say that because um my significant other when we'd have arguments i'll be like you need a female that's a best friend but that you won't get with but a girl that could tell you be like La está regando, eh? like uh -huh. you're being an ass yeah. you know like go get her this or she's trying to tell you this like yeah. sometimes the man needs that right. but it's confused because it's hard for a man and a female to be friends of course those boundaries are always there and just know that it could be possible but those boundaries have to be there and your communication with your spouse has to be on point like she's just a friend babe and she has to be, feel comfortable right because mm -hmm. I wouldn't want my significant other going out there and be like, we're just friends, but then you know how I feel right. about that friend. Right. So well, it's like we his, are your... <laughs> like his intentions are, you know, they're like, it's not my intention, but it's like your actions say the complete opposite. Exactly. So we are your best friends for the males. Yes. Through the camera. So send us your messages on how we can help you on your relationship, yes. on your business and all that good stuff. But yeah, I think that both parties need that, that support. Right. You know, I and like agree. you said, a man is not, you know, we are talking about women like, oh, la, la. She takes care of the kids. She does this. No. But no, men need that, you know, that spotlight too. Because exactly. they go through and, it. And guys, I feel is it's so hard for them to open up. I think as women, we 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 love to share Somos our emotions. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, you want to know how you want your significant other to know how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. So it's like essay after essay and you know, call okay. after call, text over text. It's so funny because <laughs> like, you know, when for me right i would text and it would be like this like long text message and then it wasn't enough so i would just send that one and then like the next the paragraph next, and the next paragraph and their answer would be like okay <laughs> cool like, what do you mean? Okay, i just gave you my whole life and like four messages and they're like oh okay cool well, i'm sorry you feel that way <laughs> like like really what you know and it's funny how how we're just like that right I mean, there's men out there that love to pour their emotions and stuff like that, but yeah. it's very rare, honestly. It's very rare. It's like the women were emotionally needy, mm. very emotionally needy. And, you know, men, I feel it's. Mm. They hide Are we emotionally needy, though? Because I like my space. See? I like my space. I like, you know. Going on, do your thing. Let me go do my thing. You go do your thing. But, like, Come when I end. need you, like, you yeah. know, and then yeah, same yeah, thing, yeah. you know, with yeah, them. Yeah. So, like, it's funny because I'm not that that needy, needy like, but I just want, like, the morning call mm, and the goodnight text. That's it. And then, like, you know, maybe a text in the middle of the day. Hey, baby, how's your day going? It's going great. Is it okay, dinner? It, boom. Then, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, I I'm, I didn't mean it like that. It's just like. <laughs> well, how did you mean it, Anita? How did you mean it? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> um, it's just I feel we're more emotionally invested mm, yeah. i guess there you, you know go. what i mean that's what I, that's what i meant to say um not needy as in like yeah you know i want your attention like there's someone like that though. no there is there is and and you know that's something that i've learned yeah is that that's when you lack self-love mm. and it's it's true because you're trying to feel reassured you're trying to feel loved by someone yeah because you are not giving yourself that and that that was my situation to be yeah. honest you know like i said i'm gonna keep it raw and real and that's how it was um when you do lack self-love there isn't self-love you seek validation from others and especially your significant other you know mm -hmm. and it's you're constantly wanting to feel reassured and even if they take you out on a date right they'll go take you on a date and then it's 
you come home, it's an amazing date, and then you come home, you're like, but do you still love me? Like, how much do you love me? Yeah. You know, and that comes to all reassurance and self-love. And that's so... And all of that, you know? Yeah. So there is women that are out there who are very needy, and I was one of them. And like what? I said... What? Yeah. You were needy? I was needy. It's oh like, my gosh, I want girls, your attention. I could have been friends with you. <laughs> You're like, no, podcast, let's end this. No, no, no. No, no like, but it's crazy. Like, I would have never considered you that type, the needy type. Well, it's, it's different. Like, I... So me and him, we had a relationship. He went and did his thing. I went and did my thing. I'd, I never I never asked, where are you? What are you doing? No, no, no. It was, I gave him his freedom. I had my freedom. And I love that. I love that we were, we both trusted each other yeah. enough to not worry about where you're, but when it came to when we were together, it was like, I want your attention. Like I'm seeking oh, your attention. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like 24, something like that. See, I was the other girl. Mm, I was yeah. like, where are you? Who you're uh, with? Who was that? No, not me. I was that girl. You had charms. Let me get you the little charms that say la toxica. No, Everything la toxica. Dude, I am that type. I was like, why didn't you answer? I called you 20 million times. Wow. Why didn't you answer? But that was because I wasn't confident with myself. See, and, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah. With. And then I'm he was in, a, in an industry that, you know, there's a bunch of beautiful women around. Because he's a... He's he a musician. musician. Yeah, he's a musician. Um, and that's how I met him. He was in a very, you know, big group when I met him. So I saw firsthand what women do and, you know, in those type of events. And I feel like it's harder. 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 <laughs> harder. <laughs> I feel like, okay, see, for, for your industry, it's different because as a, a musician, um, when you're a fan, like you're a girlfriend, a girl fan your your instincts are oh my god oh my god i want to hug him like yeah all up on them yeah so i can totally relate why you were feeling that way you and know that, what i mean yeah and that's hard only, and not only that it's like you know when you go to concerts and you see like you said maluma mark anthony and that kind of stuff you're it's like, like you're there it. but they're up there right? right where he would play it was like you know um uh, it was a different closer. type of environment. Yeah, it was like a club or, you know, where they're closer. They have access They to have him. access to him. Oh, and girl. I saw everything. I mean, from the bras to the underwear to the... See, I that's was, hard. I was sitting right that's there hard. and be like, Tienes no? It's like, si, así está. Ah, pero ella no se molesta. ¿Verdad que no te molesta? Y tú, ¿cómo dices? No. No, sucking it in. You know, like, I'm just like biting your tongue. You know, and then I'm so, not trying to look like that girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's it's that, hard. I so get that. That was a lot of my uh, insecurities. And lot. I understand a hundred percent. Plus, I'm, I am very controlling a little bit, uh, just a little just bit. A little bit. <laughs> it's, it's a Taurus in me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but no, yeah, I was that that wife. Dude. And see, for me, it was completely opposite. Um, for those of you guys that don't know, my I'm pretty sure they other. Well, you guys know he does work with models. He he does more of like influencers and you know celebrities and stuff like that. And it, it's different because yeah, he shoots them, but it's not to the point where it's like oh, you know, I I'm meeting you and I want to hug you and I'm gonna throw my bras like yours, right? But I I never had honestly I've never had that issue where I felt insecure up until once you start doing. Things that make, you know, you could just... Your women's sex intuition. Women's in the spidey intuition. The sense of yes, a woman. Yes, exactly. So that's when you're like, okay, hold up. 
Mm. Hold up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, I've always had that trust and I've never really, you know, kept tabs on him. Like, who are you shooting with today? Why are you? You know, it was just you do your thing. I trust you. You're the good why. I used to I, I used to hack into voicemails. Oh my Facebook god! Facebook page, everything, dude. FBI. Phone bill. Like, what? How long were you on the phone with this person? <gasps> Star six seven. Call that number. <laughs> no, it's just like, who are you? Did you do you know David? <laughs> who are you? So if it was a male hang up. It so was a female, did, but like, ah, uh, yeah. I'm um, sorry, I have a missed call. Be like, no, no, come on. <laughs> and it was like, la tía. <laughs> You're like, oh tía, este. <laughs> ¿Qué pasó, amiga? Oh, you know, because oh, you just dialed. Yeah, yeah. You're like, what the estate? No, that beat was just wondering how you were doing. Yes, but I've gotten good, guys. I've gotten better. You, you, you learn. Know? I feel I like learned. it's a learning experience. Oh, um, and I definitely, you know, I've from that person to now, like, I'm definitely more confident. I definitely know what I'm bringing to the table. Ooh. So it's just like, mm, mic drop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mic drop. But, mic drop. But, you know, now it's just like, okay, like, if you go out, and, you know, and you cross that line. That's on you. That's not on me. Exactly. You let it go, not me. Not me. You decided to get the wonder eye, not me. Yeah. So, and I think I will be, you know, I don't think it's an easy way to cope with things, but it's just knowing your self-worth, Ooh. being confident is going to help you manage situations like that. Oh, absolutely. Because you love yourself in order to love. You right. can't say, I love you with all my heart. If you don't love yourself, 100%. then that's not love. Right. You know, it's costumbre. Yeah. Wow. Mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. See, we're hitting, Damn. we're hitting, uh, we're hitting bombs. Ding ding ding, 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 ding. But no, it's true. I agree 100% with you. Um, you know, I think self love, mm-hmm. we go back to self love. I think obviously I'm not where I want to be yet, mm-hmm. but as I'm learning, things start shifting. Mm-hmm. You start seeing things differently. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, wait. Mm hmm this was going on but i was so blinded Mm -hmm. and there was no self-love for me to step back and reevaluate the whole situation right Mm -hmm. so self-love it's everything Mm -hmm. everything you know i think when you have self-love you don't tolerate shit you set boundaries Mm -hmm. and things things start shifting yeah you start seeing things way differently Mm -hmm. Um, you actually start seeing the light in the tunnel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right, guys, we Ooh. actually are hitting an hour now. So we want to thank you so much for join, joining us on our first podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and got to know a little bit about us. And we would definitely be talking more about us as the episodes, you know, we keep doing episodes yeah. and they're coming along. Different topics. Different topics, different people, different uh guests industries everything everything Everything. there's no not one niche here we are just laying laying it on the table so yeah yeah. if you guys do have messages if you guys have requests if there's a specific topic that you guys want to hear or you want us to talk about um maybe you're struggling with something that we haven't touched base or you know anything that helps us to really just target you or others you know because there is a lot of topics that we can talk about oh yeah um so if you guys do have something that you want to learn more of or just our personal feedback make sure you send us a message um we'll be leaving our instagram our all of our information so you guys can have access to us to reach out to us to 
really connect with us because like we said, um, this podcast is more than just a podcast. We really want to build a community. We really want to impact people's life. You know, we never know who's who's going to make a drastic decision Decision. that can change their life and that for me is just huge yes huge so let us know what you guys want let us know what you thought about our podcast yes you know because i mean don't be too raw on that (laughs) it is our first podcast so we're only gonna get better it's only gonna get better you know we're gonna improve it's all about improving yes um but we're forever thankful Yes, I'm forever thankful. My heart just feels so full of love from all the love and all the support that you guys have been showing for her to us. You know, I feel like we just posted our Instagram page and we grew overnight, literally overnight. It was unexpected. And I I honestly was not expecting that. She was doubting it. I was doubting it. I was being my worst critic. And I was like, Anita, I don't know. I don't know. And she's like, we're doing it. I was like, okay. But you know, like, it was girl, just, don't worry. We're gonna. We got this. <laughs> yes, we got this. So you see, this is what the community is about. When she's down, I'm there. When I'm down, she's there. And you know, mm-hmm. it's not perfect. There's days that you know I call you and be like, dude, it's one I'm of those days. Like shit. <laughs> yeah, and then vice versa. But that's what mm-hmm. we're here for you. That's what we exactly. want to be. Be that person for you. So. Like she said, feel free to reach out, send us a message, and we are reading everything you're posted of posting. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you on the on next, the next podcast, podcast on, on Ain't, Ain't That, that Some Shh. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.